Uh, without further ado, enjoy these episodes. And this is Days of Future Cast, episode 300, Gary. Did you know that? Oh, hey. It's no, a, I, don't, I don't think I did. It's a big round number. I only knew it because this is uh, because past Jeremy put it in the <laughs> notes file. So, because I never, Yay. we never talk about episode numbers on this and we don't pay attention to them. So, uh, yeah, big mm-hmm. round number, episode 300. Uh, and well. yeah, we're going to, um, so listeners who've been keeping up with us, we have been uh, doing Avengers versus X-Men. We're going to take a, a four-episode break to catch up on some MCU. Uh, if you're listening to this yeah. on the Patreon, we're going to go through Shang-Chi, Eternals, Hawkeye, and Spider-Man. I'm going to put uh, chapter markers in this. Um, and if you check the notes file, I'll, I'll also uh, put time codes for that stuff in the notes file so that you can have it. Uh, if you want to skip something that you maybe haven't seen yet, because we're going to talk about Spider-Man, and it's only in theaters, uh, which are full of code. Or, <laughs> or, or, or. In, a, in a cam video that uh, my friend Derek hooked me up with that uh, was a pretty compromised experience, which I'll talk about. Well, we'll, but I was like, I don't care. I'm just going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um the uh so there's not there's not a good rip of it or anything like that but i don't care uh you have my permission to steal from disney yes 100 percent um uh, especially for safety yeah so. especially i mean like they put they put black widow and yeah i could just i just i well, paid 30 dollars for that sue the shit out of them as soon as they, that happened yeah that's true yeah, but you know so they, they don't want tom holland's really fucking litigious he was gonna he's gonna get them Dude, I bet Tom Holland, um, who seems to be in a in a uh, relationship with Zendaya, would probably just like oh, not sure. not sue anybody at all. Just like my life oh, is perfect. Like a very nice guy. I don't want to do anything to mess this up. I don't want any yeah. negative energy my, coming my way. My life is perfect. Zendaya is Michi. Everything is good. <laughs> Everything is good. She's my GF, and she's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, the uh, I'm a short king. And this is my retired <laughs> my queen. The uh, yeah, he would not. He would not do that. But regardless of which, um, it is maybe, you know, soon Spider-Man will be available for people. Yes. We're going to talk about that one last mm-hmm. uh, there. Um, but a lot of people, some of this stuff is old news. Uh, and on the network, this is, you know, the place where MCU stuff just kind of lives by default mm-hmm. as well. Like Cole's not that into it, even though we are also going to talk about the Moon Knight trailer made by Benson and Moorhead. Uh, and that might be the bridge in which I get Cole into MCU shit. Um, I I mean I, they've uh, he was tweeting about those guys today um, or maybe yesterday I'm kind of far behind on Twitter uh, they have a new movie coming out so like I bet he'll look at this yeah. Moon Knight stuff and go like eh 
I've got a movie. <laughs> like I don't yeah, need, yeah, I, mean, I don't, like, I don't need this Moon Knight bullshit. Although, uh, you know, Moon Knight or Moon Knight does beat up a werewolf, so that 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 is very exciting. Yeah, it it, it doesn't look like uh, it's it's gonna be very MCU-y, which is cool. It looks like very uh, memento-y and and trippy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, let's talk about uh, Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Uh, yeah, the first of these two come to home platforms at the very least, um, and the first one both of us watched. Yes. Uh, did you going in have any experience with the character? Read the comics, knew who he was, had any kind of like relationship with them at all before you watched the movie? Uh, just a little bit. Okay. I'd read a couple of comics with him. Uh, the comics in which I read with him, he was not fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in the comics, I think that's kind of what they turned him into. But I'd, I'd seen him when he was just kind of like a Bruce Lee dude in the seventies, and then some early attempts to bring him back. Okay, and uh. In a general sense, uh, I'm not real big into kung fu in in Marvel as a as a thing. I'm shocked. Interesting. (laughs) Shocked and appalled. I I cannot believe you would say this on this podcast of all podcasts. Yeah. Not only does that has that been a theme consistently through AVX, but also like I just get kind of bored about martial arts. I don't think martial arts is that cool. Um. So I I had no no real positive associations. Um. My fear was it was going to be just like a martial arts movie. Mm Hmm you know, with no, with nothing else. Uh, but I had no, uh, nothing real to base it on just my, my own little biases. How, how about you? Did you, were you a Shang Chi maniac? Uh, even less experience than you had. So I'd never seen him pop up in comics that I can remember, right? Like maybe when I was a kid, he popped up somewhere, but like no recent experience. Uh, so when they started like making these announcements, um, the only connection I had to it was like the 10 ring stuff, uh, when they were talking about like, Oh, we're going to go back and fix the Mandarin. And I was like, well, I kind of liked what y'all did with the Mandarin and Iron Man three, even though it was maybe a little disrespectful in some ways, but I just, I love that twist a whole lot. And Ben Kingsley really pulls it off. Um, and, but they, they really made me like, enjoy this character to the point that, uh, as we'll talk about later with them, maybe bringing in Netflix, Marvel stuff, uh, they just, I just don't need the Iron Fist anywhere near that. Like, this guy seems to, like, fill the Kung Fu hole in, in an Avengers team, like, perfectly. Like, we don't need any more glowy fists. So. I, I, I certainly don't need Iron Fist yeah. by, by any means. Um, I think that this uh, Shang-Chi is a movie, which is, like, an enjoyable movie, right? Like, I had fun watching it. Um, I don't think that there is a Marvel project that gets by on the charm of the actors more than this. Mm-hmm. Like, the actual plotting and things that happened in the movie were not, you know, that groundbreaking or cool, but everybody's real fun and having a good time and they all like each other. I don't know, man. You know? The, the, the Mandarin the real good and menacing. <laughs> the Mandarin had sex so good that he gave up immortality. That's pretty fucking yeah. good sex. <laughs> like that's pretty, that's a pretty cool plot point. Like, yeah. I don't know what yeah, she was doing, but I mean, mystical land pussy, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Wait, mm. the, uh, <clears throat> that's why they keep going to Kunlun. And, uh, just looking for the mystical pussy <laughs> yeah jesus christ <laughs> the goemon and the um is that the, what mp uh, has stood for this entire time have i been lied to my entire <laughs> video game experience <laughs> um the uh it's it just like it's all performances like every the the mandarin uh that actor is great mm-hmm. uh cool and menacing and and you know uh means well which all the best villains mean well right um kind of right he's a he's a tyrant but he means well in the end. He's just tricked. Uh, and then uh, Shang-Chi and Aquafina, uh, just like really incredible chemistry, like real fun to watch him goof around. Yeah. 
And, and that carried the movie for me. Like it was just, that made it fun to me. I think everybody uh, that was there was having a great time. Um, and that, that really showed through in all of the performances. Uh, the, the chemistry between Aquafina and Simulu, I think is really, really strong. And they also like, didn't lean in, like they didn't do any relationship stuff. Like they'd seem to like, keep it um, kind of like a brother sister relationship almost um, where they were just like, she was obviously pulled along in his wake with this. Like she's the the straight guy and all of it, the straight man in this arrangement, but um, she's still really, really funny and like had a lot of good jokes. And I don't know, like they just, it was just a really solid pairing. And then like you said, the villain was good. His mom was great. Michelle Yeoh is great. Um, and then they brought in Ben Kingsley kind of midway through, uh, and he was just an absolute delight. <laughs> like he just he just kills this role and looks like he's having like he does not give any fucks. He's just like, okay, I'll talk to the weird yeah. mystical creature that CGI creature, and I don't, I don't have a problem weird, with this. But, <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 Star Wars. I'm known from the Star Wars collection. Like, yeah, um, the. Uh, them folding it into Iron Man three stuff was really good. Yeah, to me, like them not uh, just obviating uh, that that stuff at all. Um, you know, he he's a very fun, you know, just comic relief character. It ended up being very like, uh, like almost like just normal buddy comedy thing. Mm-hmm. Like having, you know, our our you know our, our protagonist, his sister who is like dark and brooding, uh, Aquafina who is kind of the the everyman, and then the comic relief character, and then like an animal sidekick. Yeah, it's this weird like Scooby Doo gang it turned into <laughs> uh, at some point. It was very uh, very surprising. Um, I uh, I'm not real into uh, Zhu uh, Zeling, who uh, is, you know the sister character. Um, I I didn't think that that character was very fun or given enough to do mm-hmm. uh, in the movie. Um, and that like it's not it's not a deep movie, right? Like. There was there was the the good father stuff, the good daddy issue shit, and then the the sister and brother's plot in this fell real flat for me. Um, you know, you abandoned me, like all that stuff felt real weird. Yeah, and clanged with the um, we're super fun valets of uh, Aquafina. I think that might be, and, and um, I don't think anybody has confirmed anything like any kind of sequels or spinoffs to this, but obviously like he's going to be the, the guy going forward and I'm sure that the surrounding cast is going to be pulled forward into other MCU stuff. But that to me read like somebody was maybe trying to write in like, oh, here's a spinoff series just for this chick. Um, just because yeah. I'm, I kind of agreed with you, like a lot of it didn't make sense, it didn't gel with the tone of the movie. And then like, Oh, she waited like 13 years for him to come back. And I'm like, girl, like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, that's a long time. <laughs> um, a lot of the, the like actual plot stuff to me doesn't make a ton of sense. Um, uh, it, it's just, it's, it was just kind of like cheesy in a little bit. Like when, um, you know, when Shang Li is, uh, Shang Chi is a child and his dad goes out for cigarettes and then comes back and they're just killing his mother in front of everybody. Like it just, it was just some weird, like, like you said, dark points in an otherwise like 80s buddy cop movie. Um, and you've got to like yes. have the origin yeah. story, but like I feel like it's important to have that tone kind of match at the same time. So you, you do got to pick a, pick a lane. It, it's the plot. There's like the, the clang stuff. And then there's also just, uh, and this is, ends up being a real, uh, a contrast with Spider-Man, which we'll talk about later. Uh, and there, I wish I had a better word for what I'm going to say. The plot just wasn't that interesting to me. Okay. Like it wasn't like, um, there were cool ideas being played with in it. Yeah. 
you know, it felt uh, very stock. And that's the worst that, you know, that happens to a lot of first Marvel movies, mm-hmm. right? Um, but the idea, like, oh, there's these, uh, you know, some kind of ancient evil, and it's a, it's a deal with the devil, and here it pops out. All that stuff felt very, um, like, rote. It reminded me of, and this isn't a popular opinion, but, like, I like Black Panther. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I like Black Panther is for the performances and stuff, too, because the plot felt really predictable as it was going. Like, it just felt like everything was doing exactly what it needed to do step after step. Mm-hmm. This felt like that as well. Yeah. If I, that makes sense. It, it does. Absolutely. Um, and I think that's to its detriment to a degree. Um, and I don't, like, have any kind of care for hidden mystical cities that have weird Star Wars creatures. Like, none of that stuff worked for me at all. Like, by the time we get to the actual mystical land of not Kunlun, uh, I was... I was like, okay, like you have to drive through a, a moving forest or whatever. Like, I just, I just don't care about this stuff at all. Like, it doesn't have a big effect on me. Um, I found it really weird when, like, they spend a lot. Like, there's like a like a Lord of the Rings battle in this mystical land <laughs> for a while. The end battle is one of the my least favorite that's been in the MCU. Like, when people complain about the MCU, they complain about the final battles a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and a lot of times they're right. You know, like I I get really exhausted with MCU complaining, but like. The final battles in these movies a lot of times leave a lot to be desired. And this one was real big for that to me. Yeah. Uh, I was, I, I just thought this was, I mean, I like the big lion things a lot. Those things are cute and I want to like pet one mm-hmm. and and ride one. But other than that, I was real bored uh, the, uh, by, I, by the big Lord of the Rings battle. I'm kind of, I'm kind of here for the dragons. Like dragon fighting is always pretty cool. And uh, uh, by the time we got to the dragon fighting, I was like, well cgi'd out <laughs> like i was yeah. like all of the lord of the rings battle took took place before that and then everybody kind of like stops and then the battle doesn't matter and i think that's one of the worst things that these these movies do sometimes which is show you a big battle the turtles is very guilty of this um and then immediately after showing you like this fight scene just completely removing all of the stakes and relevancy for the fight um basically and then that's when you start realizing like oh i just watched a bunch of like cgi people flex <laughs> like i just watched a bunch of computer yeah. programmers flex on me um and sometimes that's cool and, and that's all you need but like in a movie that, like this i kind of wanted something a little bit more um that said the some the fight sequences uh that are a lot smaller the, scale the actual kung fu fights are way better than i thought they would be so fucking cool the bus thing i think that this yeah. probably been endlessly talked about but the fight outside of the fight club on the um scaffolding is so fucking cool like yeah. it's super fun just lots of real dynamic just lots of people performing their ass off like just really really fun yeah uh it, it's weird how and this is ends up being a general mcu thing right is that like uh it's the the contrast between um uh, uh winter soldier you know the reason why that was so refreshing when it came out because it, the action scenes were person to person and kind of looked like born mm-hmm. you know action scenes almost um and then when it ends up being a big cgi hole in the sky uh just then it ends up getting boring as hell exactly and uh this movie has both you know um the bus scene which is how they pitch the the director pitched the movie basically like to them with this idea of this bus this bus fight um is unbelievably fun it reminded me it was a good year for uh bus fights like there's a really good bus fight nobody did you see nobody i need to watch nobody i keep it's i have it downloaded and just ready to go and i keep forgetting about it it's pretty good it's fun. It's it's not great or anything, and the messaging is really confusing, but it's it's very fun. Um, the uh, there's a good bus fight in that as well. Uh, all that stuff I thought was very good. Mm-hmm. I am I am one hundred percent with you. 
uh, the idea that was the coolest part of it in uh, detail to me as well was when they uh, were there at that weird fight club and there are all these like you know this monster fight club yeah absolutely that they had super cool idea. way into that yeah uh, cool easter eggs um, that is the kind of weird hidden shit in the universe that I like mm-hmm. you know um, that was a real highlight for me as well the um early on when you see um shang chi's dad and mom meeting for the first time in like the mystical city um huge like crouching tiger hidden dragon vibes with that whole fight scene um and it was like it was a weird uh like fight cute (laughs) instead of a meat cute like a meat fight i guess i don't know what you call it um but Mm -hmm. i I just like they had really good chemistry together and i knew he was like the bad guy like they had kind of told me all about all of his crimes and then they showed me this really charming dude like with this really beautiful woman having like very cool martial art fights and i'm like well this this guy doesn't seem all bad like what <laughs> i know he's a thousand years yeah. old and has, has taken over countries he probably shouldn't have done but like he seems kind of nice he seems fine uh i like yeah. i like that stuff yeah. a whole lot um I don't think we could talk about the Fight Club thing without talking about Wong and Abomination being there. Uh, weird to see Abomination pop up after all of this time. Uh, They're bringing him back. Yeah, like <laughs> he's, he's back, baby. <laughs> just um, and, you know, it's the Hulk. That original Hulk movie is a weird one because it's 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 part of the MCU. Like we, have, you know, we have yeah. the general and um, all that stuff. We just have it. We just don't see Edward Norton at all because he's not. He got recast. But uh, well, we just, haven't seen that whole crew for a long time. Like it's almost like. Uh, for for a, a a franchise or a concern that doesn't let things rest, it's almost like it realized like we had to let the Hulk just be in cameos for a while mm-hmm. because arguably our worst movie is our Hulk highlight movie. Well, I think there's you know? there's actually some rights issues. Like I think Universal still holds like the issue. You can't make a Hulk movie without paying Universal a bunch of money uh, or whomever mm-hmm. owns that because there's some weird. So that's why we keep getting like you know thor 3 which is a huge hulk movie kind of a hulk movie yeah but not yeah. doesn't have hulk in the title anywhere right so they, you don't have to pay a yeah. bunch of money for it um but yeah like it's just it was just uh, they showed this in the trailer too in one of the later trailers so you could see this happening and people were like oh my god who's th- this is gonna mean blah 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 and i'm like i don't know why the abomination and wong are hanging out at all <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me but the fight was super cool like i liked him opening up the portal so that the abomination hit itself hit himself like that's super cool sure um always down for something hitting itself a hundred percent down <laughs> absolutely uh then bringing it back i i mean the internet was all over this and and i guess hi, hi i'm internet because them bringing back abomination uh i think it's interesting how they have been kind of keeping their hands open to seed um thunderbolts or dark avengers mm-hmm you know, uh, they keep doing things for that. Uh, and abomination would make a, a good part of that team. Yeah. I can see them being like, we're going to try to do that in 2024 and we have to make him start showing up. Yeah. We want people to remind to, to know that he exists at some point. Like we have yeah. to, we have to remind people of this stuff. Um, yeah. the other really great thing I thought that they did was, uh, just really clearly differentiate and animate the, the ring power so very well between, the way that his dad uses it and the way that he uses it um, and kind of bringing in like the balance and stuff like his mom was talking about. And normally I wouldn't like super care about that stuff, but it was like significantly different, like the way that they use the rings. Uh, and I just thought that was a really cool, like, I guess idea and th- execution that they had because the rings are like, really fucking cool to watch in action like once he gets him you're like fuck where has this been the whole movie this is what i want <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It, it's and it doesn't also it doesn't look like one of their stock effects yeah exactly yeah. so much you know like i'm i'm getting a little over the dr strange rings mm-hmm. his little sparklers 
that he does. Like I understand everything's just got an energy signature in this. So you can recognize it, but this looks cooler than that to me. Yeah. Yeah. I almost wish, uh, and we'll talk about this later when we speculate about like Dr. Strange too, but like, I hope that, th- hope that stuff changes after Spider-Man. I'm a little, I'm a Dr. Strange portaled out a little bit. So, um, yeah, yeah well, it'll, it'll be, uh, fun to talk about. That's also the most recent one of these I've watched. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> Shang-Chi is the one that is, uh, least in my memory. Mm-hmm. Um, they again kind of tying into some criticisms around these movies and stuff. Uh, this hasn't stuck with me real hard or anything. You know, it it it's not like I. A lot of people were like, "Oh, this is this is the one." And I think that for me and MCU stuff, I'm I'm st- I'm no longer looking for the one in in the movies. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not looking for that Winter Soldier experience. I'm looking for like a B movie that transports me in time two and a half hours. Yeah, sure. You know, and then afterwards, I don't really have to think about that much. Um, you know, there's more to chew on in Spider-Man, I felt like, and Eternals was messier, uh, than this. So there's, there's more to chew on kind of in a negative way, but the, uh, it just kind of, it was very slight like this, this, like I put this in the like Ant-Man pile of kind of a trifle, Okay, you know, like it, it's, it's a snack. It's not something that is going to stick with me or influence me when Shang-Chi shows up in Avengers four trailer you know, or whatever, uh, I'm not going to fist pump about it. Yeah. Like my positive memories of this movie. I don't, I don't need to see this again. Like I, I'll, I'd be fine watching if it was on, but I, I, I just kind of like, I was like, Oh, that was pretty good. I feel like, and then just I'd go about my day. I feel like some of this Marvel stuff, um, maybe fulfills the same role that like teenage comedy movies or rom-coms or like every Seth Rogen joint. <laughs> Maybe that's unfair yeah. because Seth Rogen hasn't really has been making like okay stuff. But like when I think about like something like this, I think about like a movie like This Is Thirty, um, or, where you know arguably this is, ha- 40. this is Forty or whatever. I don't even remember the name of it, but like arguably good actors do, saying funny things in front of the camera and having a good time. But like it's just stuff that I've probably seen that movie. Um, I may have seen it twice and I don't remember any of it. <laughs> right? Like yeah. Um, yep. Yep. And it it. With Marvel stuff, like I have a little bit more of a connection to it, obviously, because I grew up reading Marvel. Like if they made a rom com connected universe, like maybe I would be more into this. Uh, <laughs> into yeah. like if there was a this is thirty, this is forty, uh, this is thirty two point six. Like and I had to get, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like if this was a whole series yeah. of things and they all interconnected. When when Harry met Sally, met the forty year old virgin. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Ant Man is there because Paul Rudd is in like every one of those movies, so yeah. that works. Um, but yeah, it feels it feels very much like that where. A trifle is a good word for it, where you enjoy it. Um, it goes down pretty easy. It's pretty smooth. Um, you don't really care about any of the harsh edges to it because you just you're not gonna like sit there and watch it, or it's not gonna be. It's not worth yes. talking about for like three hours or whatever. Um, in terms of representation, I think it is. I think it's a huge win for Marvel to start actually hiring you know people of color yes. um, and the Asian Americans to do their movies, and we've seen that like. With this and the Eternals, like that's fucking crazy. Um, it's super good, and they also did an awesome fucking job. Yeah, they they did a they did a better job than if they had like whitewashed this or done, you know, hundred uh, percent. Like, uh, yeah, uh, Simu and uh, and Aquafina do incredible work. Yeah, in this, um, and the, the you know, this isn't me trying to do white podcaster guy discover something the entire world knows, you know, for the for the first time. Uh, but it is a thing where there's an entire world of actors out there who are incredible, who we just don't get to see. Exactly. Yeah. You know, uh, and that, that is a bummer. Like I didn't want to under, same thing with uh, black Panther. I don't want to underplay the representation shit in that movie. Right. Like, I think it is good to be able to look at that as a movie and as a representation win. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and not have them necessarily rub off on each other. Exactly. Yeah. Like as a plot, I thought that was really kind of pedestrian, but it's still great performances and dealing with super cool themes. And it's, you know, I think that you and I talked about this when uh, the trailer for Black Panther first started coming out. It was just cool to see that aesthetic applied to a futuristic sci-fi city. Mm-hmm which is just something I'd never seen before. Absolutely. You know, there's a newness to it that's really cool. And I think that one of the reasons why Shang-Chi, even though the actor representation uh, engaged in that, but the city kind of fell flat is because that is something that we've seen a lot. Yeah. Um, it is kind of a cliche, that that mystical village kind of thing. And I I just, yeah, just was not interested in it. Um, but the... Yeah. Yeah, the the actual and like the thing that I think about it when we're when we, you and I sit here and talk about this stuff as you know two older white guys are like every tiny Asian child in the world who's like oh I have a superhero like there's yeah, there's yeah, my yeah. Superman like that you know and being able to grow up with that same thing with Black Panther like you saw a bunch of kids it's having awesome. the same reaction like that's just so wonderful and Black great. Captain America dude but there's a the like, Black Captain you know, America it, like who who fuck yeah. who fucking knows man like it's crazy out there that's right awesome. now I love it yeah, um, yeah. The, like that shit's super super cool like I I. I I will get warm fuzzies thinking about that um, know, in a general sense. That's pretty much all I got on Shang-Chi. I'm trying to remember the the post-credit sequence. I know Hulk and Captain Marvel were there. Wong, come get some from the... Come get Shang-Chi yeah. and Aquafina from the... Or Katie, I guess we should use her character name, from the bar. But I don't remember. What are they looking at? Like, they're looking at something, right? They're looking at the rings. Like, the idea is that, like, the rings are so powerful and ancient that the crew of assembled, like, scientists and mystics... Um, don't you know they're like oh this pre- these predate the infinity stones oh okay gotcha so something like that mm-hmm. and then they do karaoke um and then that's the the post credits okay so it's it's not a very momentous post credits that's fine i'm, I'm okay uh, just, with that the rings are important yeah yeah uh the idea of taking the rings and making them this as opposed to what they're in the comic which is 10 uh captain planet rings basically mm-hmm. you know super clever uh, the, that the the mandarin uses like this is this is better but also i kind of like part of me was like it'd be so stupid if the rings were just like this is my ring of earth control <laughs> this is my mind control ring yeah i would have laughed real hard if, uh, uh, if it, that's what they did instead of to have them do beams it would have been incredibly cheesy and also um like fun at the same time but i, I like i really like yeah. i ended up i came out of this going like oh the rings are so fucking cool and they look so totally different than anything else that the avengers have right now like across that yeah, whole yeah. spectrum like the it just looks so different that um i know you get excited for like a big battle and having these things just running around crazy like with fucking wanda in the background or some shit who knows so it, it fulfills like a, a hole in the the avengers lineup of the person who shoots beams and projectiles exactly yeah you know as they slowly put together their new event you know their avengers now that the old avengers are retiring or whatever or that's what it seems like is happening yeah um yeah but basically shang chi like pretty good i i had no expectations and that's pr- probably why i was pleasantly surprised yeah was, you know? i think that was me too um i i, I was excited to see it because it was new stuff marvel stuff that i, I had no connection to um and ha- had a good time watching it one afternoon with autumn so i i liked it a lot more than i liked black widow like Black Widow was the first thing I came back, you know, first phase four thing I saw that was a movie, you know, and it was like real kind of fun to be like, oh, cool. I'm going to see like a big Marvel movie. Um, and I like Black Widow. OK, but out of the new crop, it's probably my least favorite. Yeah, it's um, also I think we talked yeah. about this when we when we talked about it for the podcast, but like it also feels 
it feels dated even by MCU standards. <laughs> like it feels very much yeah. like uh like oh let's make a Captain or excuse me let's make a you know Winter Soldier again, um but without yeah. any of that cool stuff that the Winter Soldier did and also just like the Marvel has grown so much significantly in Phase Four just in terms of how they're making movies and stuff like it just felt older so. I think yeah. I'm with you. I think I like this more than I, I like the, the only thing that uh, Black Widow has is Yelena. And I think you could put Yelena in literally anything and she would make that thing better as we'll yeah, talk about here in just yeah. a bit. So, Yeah. Like she's, she's great. Like that, that was the highlight of that movie. I liked Red Guardian a lot in that movie as well. Yeah. Um, I thought he was fun. Uh, but the, um, you know, we don't, we don't need Scarlett Johansson. For no, that. not at all. Not at so, all. Speaking of whitewashing, like Scarlett Johansson being out of the MCU now. A okay with me. Mm-hmm. Um, she uh, she shills uh, weird fake pizza rolls on Facebook. Does she really? What is fake? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Fake pizza rolls? What 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 is what it makes them fake? Yeah. Are they like <laughs> they're 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 not? Uh, they're all made of like I think they're all plant based. Oh, okay, pizza I got rolls. you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the idea is just like you remember pizza rolls from when you were a kid, and when they popped up, I was like, "Is that Scarlett fucking Johansson?" Dude, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's her. Um, I guess once that, yeah, I guess make sure. I guess that once that Marvel money starts running out, and your, you know, your husband does SNL weekend update segments, like you're like, well, fuck, I need a new Porsche. <laughs> give me that, give me that vegan yeah. pizza roll money. <laughs> she just sued Disney for like so much money, and now she's joined Snow Day's Organic Pizza Bites. Fuck, dude, Scarjo, what are you doing? Who knows, man. <laughs> like, you know, the, the 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 thing that I think about nowadays on that kind of stuff is like the in the best case scenario, it's a money grab. And I'm like, dude, if I was on, if I was at that level, I'd be money grabbing all over the place. Like I got bills to pay. I want my family to be safe, all that stuff. Um, but sure. the, the worst thing you can think about it is that it's an actual like cause that she's passionate about. Of like, oh, no, no, no. We're going to bring <laughs> healthy pizza rolls to the masses, says ScarJo in a board in a boardroom somewhere. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I think about it a lot where I think that uh, money should be, uh, you should have enough money at some yeah. point. Yeah. At some like point. You want you your should... family to be safe and stuff, but does, does Scarlett Johansson really not have enough money? There's a, I mean, there's a, there's a level cap in Final Fantasy seven and I feel like capitalism should be the same way. <laughs> you should be able yeah, to get yeah, to yeah. level 99 and then your materia <laughs> stops and you can't do anything else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, once you've sued uh, Disney, you're done, kind of done. <laughs> you, you, you did your thing. If you want to sue Disney, uh, go to Patreon. Or if you want to help us yeah. sue Disney, go to patreon.com slash TV. Um, sign up for one of the mini tiers uh, so you can get your mini, mini rewards. You can join the Slack channel, get episodes of this podcast early, get all kinds of exclusive content from Gary and Cole. Um, just a bunch of neat stuff, and it goes a long way to supporting us directly and the network as a whole. Um, and if you can't Indeed. do that, ratings and reviews always helpful. Um, telling your friends about the podcast, pass this on. This is not our. This is a good jumping on point because we're just chatting MCU stuff. So if you got friends yeah. that are kind of yeah. into comic books, but you don't want to dump them in the middle of a AVX crossover event, uh, just tell them, show them this podcast. Yeah, you don't want to explain who Hope is. <laughs> I don't want to. And I've had to do it for like fucking six months. Getting kicked out of a party for that kind of shit. (laughs) Pull out the acoustic guitar and play a little song on hope. Oh God. Anyway, here's, Um, here's Wonderwall. (laughs) It's all about hope. Anyway, here's Wonderman. Uh, Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll be back with the Eternals next. 